You're listening to Tarot Talk, and I'm your host, Holly Ramey. I'm going to serve you some practical magic and give you tips and tools to bring the mystical into your everyday life. Welcome everyone to Tarot Talk. This is episode number 18 and I'm your host, Holly Ramey, and we are going to jump right into the reading this week. Um, I'm not answering a question. My daughter is homesick from school, so we're just rolling with the short time that we've got here, or I've got anyway. Um, I wanted to make a few quick announcements before I jump right into the forecast and the full moon energy coming up on the evening of the 11th going into the 12th. So it's the full moon is actually reaching its peak right around right before midnight. So you're going to see some astrologers reference it on the 11th and others on the 12th. So we've got some big stuff that we're moving through. Um, Few quick announcements I am offering next week for the winter solstice, a workshop at Kali Yuga Yoga for those in Nashville. It's a really beautiful annual event that I do to celebrate the solstice. So this is the shortest day of the year. It is the pivotal shift when the days become longer and longer after this, right? Until we get to the spring, well, until we get to the summer solstice. So I I do a little ceremony and ritual at this time, talk about uh, the energy that's being offered at this time, celebrating the darkness and then the reintroduction of moving back towards light. And it's also just a really deeply nourishing practice for the nervous system. It's really focused mainly on yin and restorative yoga and relaxing the nervous system. I'll use some oils. I'll give you all Reiki. I will um, move you into a really deep practice and maybe even a yoga nidra at the end, which is um, yoga sleep. And it is a meditation practice lying down in Shavasana. Uh, Nidra means sleep. And they say that about 20 minutes of yoga Nidra is equal to four to six hours of sleep. So my goal with this is to give you the nourishment and the relaxation that the body needs, especially during this time. This is the hibernation time, right? In the darkness, this is the time we're uh, meant to be indoors more. We're meant to be um, taking more rest and uh, often the holiday season prevents us from doing so. So this is just a really great opportunity to provide your system with a little uh, restoration and nourishment. And then I am offering a really special New Year's Eve ceremony. So for those of you that want to start the new decade and the new year with intention and clarity rather than a hangover, um, this is for you. 
This is going to be a sacred ceremony from 9.30 or 9 o'clock to 10.30 p.m. So we'll you can have the option to stay for a little champagne toast afterwards or you will have time to make it out to toast with your friends and family. Um, but it will be a special ritual where I will talk more in depth about the themes of 2020, 2020 being an emperor year and um, the themes of Jupiter moving into Capricorn, which will be there for the entire year until December of 2020. And I will also give a collective reading for the year. I'll do individual tarot pulls for everyone. And we will, um, around the themes of the year that will help to guide us into, uh, setting intentions and finding some clarity around, uh, what energy we will personally be working with in 2020. So if you're interested in that, I just put all the information up on my website. I'll link it in the show notes. I have limited space available for this one. So if you'd like to attend, um, yeah, jump on that ASAP. I think that is about it for announcements. I have a couple new things coming up that I'm working on now in January in the works for you all. Um, I am also starting to post a little bit more on Instagram. I'm doing daily card pulls now just to help you move through the energy of each day. So just a little bit of guidance, you know, just pulling, there's like astrological transits and different energies that we work with all throughout the day. The moon changes signs every couple of days. And so my intention with this is just to give you a little bit of clarity around what is going on. And some practical tools and tips. So if you're not following me on Instagram, my handle is Holly D. Rainey, and you can check it out there. And, you know, always comment and let me know if you're feeling into that as well. I always love to hear how you all are doing and if the information that I'm providing resonates with you. Um, and I'm also starting to do some spreads. So if you are an active reader, um, I'm giving a little bit more information on tarot spreads around the new and full moon. So I'll be posting one um, for this full moon in Gemini. So if you want to do, I'm obviously doing a collective reading now, but if you wanted to do a more personalized one, you can check out my spread on there. And if you use it, take a picture, tag me. I'd love to see how you all are doing as well. Um, and then I'd love to just read a new rating. Um, this one comes from Gigi, and she writes, Tarot Talk with Holly Ramey feels like a chat with a trusted friend. Every episode reveals gems that feel very personal, and I always feel affirmed by her interpretations. And I love a sassy, strong lady who knows her stuff. Holly nails it every time. I just want to send a big thank you out to Gigi and to everyone who has taken the time to rate and review this podcast. It really means a lot to me. I appreciate it so much and it helps others to find the podcast as well. So if you haven't paused the, uh, pause the podcast now, if you're not driving, just uh, tap to give it a rating. If you have time, 
give it a review. Um, you could also just share it on your socials to help people find it, or you can um, give a very small, I think it's a dollar, you could choose from like a dollar or five dollars monthly donation through the Anchor app. So that's at Anchor FM. And if you need the link for that, it is in the show notes. All right. I thank you guys so much for joining me here every week. I really love offering this info for you. And again, there is a form on my website. So if you'd like to ask a personal question, or if you'd just like to write in and suggest um, a topic for me to discuss that you'd love to learn more about, I'm always interested in hearing your feedback. So go onto my website and just fill out that form. All right, you guys. So let's jump into the astrological um, and tarot forecast for this upcoming full moon. So we just had um, last week on December 7th, Mercury came out of the shadow period and um, moved into on the 9th into Sagittarius. So I felt a really big shift when that happened in energy, I felt an energetic release as well. So I don't know if you guys were feeling it, um, but it felt like the things that I had been working on for the last four to six weeks were starting to come to a close. I will say that it felt very still mysterious, um, not super, super clear. And I feel like I'm integrating those lessons more on a physical and energetic level than like a super tangible, clear, um, kind of intelligence logic based level. So I think that there's more clarity to come as Mercury moves into Sag, um, because Sagittarius is a fire sign, right? So moving out of Scorpio, that deep kind of mysterious watery sign and into Sag, which is much more fiery and clear and optimistic. So we'll see how this shifts. Um, again, Mercury is a planet of communication, right? So it governs the way that we communicate with ourselves. It governs the way we communicate with others. You're going to see it influence technology. Um, and you're going to see it influence, um, listening as well, right? Listening is a big part of communication. So I've pulled a spread for us based on some of the transits and also the full moon. So I want to speak a little bit about Gemini and the energy of Gemini because that's a sign the full moon will be in. So if you follow the moon cycles, every new moon, the sun and the moon are in the same sign and every full moon, the moon is in the opposite sign of the sun. So right now the sun is in Sagittarius. Sagittarius, and the opposite sign of that is Gemini. Okay, so the full moon coming up on the evening of the 11th, early morning of the 12th, is going to be in Gemini. So Gemini is a mutable air sign, and it's a masculine energy or a young energy, and it's a personal energy. So it's all about adapting to social and intellectual learning, and it's a, it's ruled by Mercury, right? So Mercury is now direct in Sag. Gemini is ruled by Mercury. So we're going to see a big need to communicate with others and learn from them, right? And that's really what Gemini is good at, is learning, learning, learning. They have this huge kind of insatiable thirst for knowledge. And if you know any Geminis or the Geminis that I know in my life, um, you know, can just spend like 
hours scouring the internet for information. Um, and you know, this gives them this kind of like jack of all trades skill, but it could also in its negative application be like master of none. Um, so in its like super high vibe, Gemini is very intelligent, very bright, super open-minded, inquisitive, curious, really great at communication, talkative, like really talkative and articulate. <laughs> um, I'm not being super articulate right now, but, um, and they're also have like, it's a mutable sign. So they're adaptable. They're changeable. They teach us, um, how to move and be fluid. And that is the skillful application when it's unskillful, right? When we're not applying this energy in a skilled way, then it can look a little bit spacey, right? Then it's like, okay, that master of none. So there's all of this information, there's all of this intake, but it's not, there's no output, right? It's not being grounded into reality. Um, they can be flighty or impatient. Um, you know, the communication gets cut off, so they may not be very good at listening. They may be more like gossipy, um, and just like talking, 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 but really having no points or nothing to say. Um, it could also be like just over intellectualizing everything. Okay. So the, in an ideal world, what we're doing is we're using this energy to look at where we have any unskillful applications of it and then helping to release those and bring them into a higher vibe, more skillful application. So Moving right into the tarot cards that I pulled for this energy, what we're moving through and what we're releasing are the tough energy of the fives. So for this full moon, I pulled the five of swords and swords are ego. Swords are intellect. They are communication. They are very much like the throat chakra energy of how we communicate. And in the five, there's lack, there's conflict, there's constriction, right? So it's like where, what is broken in the way that we communicate? And I'm using the way home Tara by Bakara Wintner. And, um, you know, she shows a spider and the swords are part of the spider's legs and two of them have been picked off and it's like you know the damage that's been done may be irreparable at this point and so how do we move on from this right how do we change the the way that we communicate and the conflict that's been created um what has it broken right? Within us. Um, what relationships, what ideas, what um, things died in the water because of the blocks that we have had in the, the way that we communicate in the past. Um, it's our opportunity now to move through that and to let go really of the narratives that have been keeping us stuck and holding us back and creating this more superficial conflict in our lives. The card from the liminal space that I pulled is what a time to be alive. So it's really asking us to appreciate what we have and shift our perspective from negativity, from, like I said, the unskillful applications of Gemini, right? From a pessimistic viewpoint into a, 
into a higher vibrational application of this into a more articulate and grounded sense of communication. It's like when we are projecting ideas and our own narratives onto others, there's always going to be broken communication. What we need to do here is ground down into our own reality but not project it onto others and let others stand in their own reality. And the way to do this is really through deep listening. Like we've got to be able to hear our own voice and our own narratives so that we can allow space for others to do the same. Now, the second card I pulled for what we are releasing is the five of pentacles. Now, I I spoke about this card a few months ago. I think it was back in October and we were moving through this and this five of pentacles is lack, it's scarcity, it's, it's, um, it's again, it's that perspective of looking at what we don't have instead of what we do. And listen, we all have these narratives as human. It's, it's human nature to scan our environment and look for what's wrong. And, and, you know, it's biological. It's like, this is ingrained in us to scan our environment and look for danger so that we can keep ourselves safe. It's a trauma response. Um, but it could also be passed down through, you know, just uh, society, like living in a society that says that we need to constantly, constantly, be productive in order to be valuable, that we constantly, constantly need to be consuming in order to be happy um, instead of, of teaching presence and contentment and gratitude. So, you know, the, the magic really happens in the five of pentacles when we turn our gaze from what we are lacking into what we have. And like the only way to do this is through is through gratitude, not the only way. Uh, how, who the hell am I to say I know the only way to do this? One of the one a great way to do this is through gratitude, through um, a conscious practice, but also through support, you guys, through supporting ourselves. This is earth element. We can't be martyrs. We have to wake up and understand that what we don't like about our environment is a direct reflection of our own thoughts and actions that we've taken through our life to get to this point. But there's always something good. There's always something good to see. It's not going to come through comparison and looking around at what others have and just what's out there because there's so much fucking out there these days. There's so much more to see via technology. Um, And we just have access to so much more now. Um, And it can pull us out of our present and current reality. And so what ways can you support yourself? The liminal space card that I pulled with this is shapeshifter, right? And Gemini is very much a shapeshifter. They are a mutable sign. They are adaptable, right? And and shapeshifter has a picture of the full moon on it. And it's like, what does the full moon teach us? It teaches us release. To me, the full moon is very much about what we're letting go of, right? And so it's time to let go of this scarcity. It's time to stop being a martyr, right? Stop just continuing, continuing to look for 
what's wrong and instead changing and adapting to what's here now. There are always, always resources available to you. Are you willing to use them? Are you willing to do the work of using them consistently and with discipline every day? Because I promise you, going back to that five of swords, the ego will tell you not to, and it will find 100,000 million excuses for you to do the same shit you do always, for you to scan your environment the same way you do all the time. It's a job of the ego. It wants to show you what's broken. And it's hard. It's hard to shift the perspective into what's not. It takes discipline, you guys. It takes discipline. So we've got to get past that mental resistance in order to create support. Go to bed early every night. Cook at least three homemade meals for yourself, healthy, nourishing meals for yourself a week, journal every day, meditate every day, move every day, drink water every day. Everybody needs a different form of support. There's 1,000 things I can tell you to do here, but create a system that you can commit to, to support yourself, whether it's physically, emotionally, mentally, all of the above. Support must come in many forms, right? We can't just we can't just do the spiritual work. I can do the spiritual work all day long, but if I'm not taking care of my body, I'm going to miss something. It's all connected. We've got to work emotional level, physical level, spiritual level. Okay? Now. Those are kind of like the bummer cards, right? And and they're coming up to see what's being illuminated and what's ready to be released. It's like, this is what the full moon does for us. It gives us this illumination, right? Into what needs to be seen and let go of. Keep your boundaries up high this week. Stay in your own lane and work your own shit because, because communication is going to, the, the, the places that communication is broken are going to be um, illuminated for you. So notice when you're triggered, right? Notice what comes up. Notice when you want to project that onto someone else, some story of why you think they are saying what they're saying or behaving the way they're behaving, right? And then try to step back from that. Even if it's in retrospect, step back from that. And remember that it's not your monkey, it's not your circus. Okay. So the next card I pulled for us is like what we are moving into right? In 2020 in, well, actually we're moving into eclipse season soon, right? We've got um, one coming up at the end of this month on Christmas. So we'll talk more about that next week. However, right now, what has the opportunity to be expanded through, you know, Mercury moving into Sagittarius, um, is the three of wands, right? And so we've got the wand showing up as fire. Sagittarius is coming in as fire. And in the three of wands, it's like, okay, 
we are on the precipice of expansion now. And this very much is the wish card. So it's like once we move through the conflict and the energy of those fives, it's like we're standing on a cliff looking out at the horizon. And, you know, I'm offering my course 2020 vision, which I totally forgot to tell you guys about, but I'll do that after um, because there's a lot of higher vision and clarity being offered to us in this upcoming new year and new decade. We're moving into an emperor year. And so, you know, the three of wands is us kind of looking out on the precipice of this, but we've got to get super, super clear about where we want to go. So we're moving out of an empress year where it was more like a go with the flow, you know, just kind of see what comes up very much more receptive and adaptable. And now we're moving into an emperor year, which is a little more structured and disciplined, right? And so the three of wands is like, cool. Everything that we've done so far is great, but we've got to keep going and let's figure out where we want to go. What is being expanded? I'm pulling money, 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 bitch. So a lot of prosperity is coming out of moving through that five of pentacles energy, right? When we move through scarcity, then on the other side of that is abundance, right? And it's just like, of course, of course we have the opportunity to create more resources for ourselves, especially when we give ourselves more support. Because then when we feel safe, when we feel supported, comes creativity, comes play, comes the parts of ourselves that were not allowed to come out because we were in survival mode, right? When you step out of the stress response and you get a little more comfortable and you feel secure and grounded and safe, then you can be more playful. Then you can take bigger risks. And I think in the guidebook, um, they even say something like, um, fate favors the bold with this card, right? So it's like we can take the bigger risks and we can get the bigger return. But first you've got to figure out what you want, right? Three of Wands is asking you for a little bit of visioning now. All right. The last card I pulled for us, and this is going to be, I actually asked with this card, like a card to represent Jupiter moving into Capricorn. Jupiter is the planet of expansion and it's moving out of Sag where that's its home, right? And into Capricorn, which is an earth energy. So some say that these two energies don't really like work that well together, but there's always positive and negative attributes to every transit. So the card that I pulled for this is the universe, you guys, the world, the last card in the deck. We fucking made it home. And this is the end of a big lesson. Okay. And so seeing the world here tells me that 2020 and this new decade is going to be a lot of deep learning and closing out lessons, the deep soul lessons that we have spent the last year and maybe even the last decade learning, okay? In the universe or the world card, there is, uh, there must be an acknowledgement of how far we've come. It took a lot to get here. So some reflection, right? And this will help you with the three of wands and envisioning where you want to go by reflecting back on where you've been. 
right? Hindsight is 2020. Clear vision comes when we look backwards, right? And we see, we spend so much time looking forward, looking towards the next thing, but take some time to look back so you can see, A, what a different person you are, but also B, how much you've accomplished and what worked and what didn't and what you want to leave behind and what you want to bring forward. Okay. The veil is thin is the liminal space card that I drew. The image on it is actually a Ouija board, which is like so nostalgic and takes me back to my middle school days. Um, but the veil is thin, you know, is, is what we say during the Samhain time, um, during the times of the equinox, because the, the veil between the worlds thins and we have easier access to communicate with maybe our guides, our guardians, our ancestors, um, whoever it is that you really would love to communicate with that access is granted during that time and so for these two cards together it's like we are leaving or learning I should say a soul lesson a deep integration of that lesson and then we have this opportunity to be led into and find more clarity around it like I said, hindsight is twenty twenty. So it's like we now get the opportunity now that we're coming to the, the end of this lesson and the full integration of it. Now we can look back and we can get those downloads, those intuitive downloads of what it was all for. Because sometimes when we're moving through it, you know, it's just it's easy to think like Jesus Christ, this universe is just like this world or life. It's just like these random events. Does it all make sense? Why is this happening? happening to me, right? And now we get the opportunity to find more understanding why each lesson moved into the next, right? Why each person, place, thing, situation led you exactly to where you needed to be in order to learn this lesson, right? And so there's a lot of beauty in that. There's a lot of integration um, in that and understanding, I think it's going to be a little bit of a tough full moon with these fives coming through, right? We need to look at ourselves honestly and support ourselves a little more deeply. But what's on the other side of it is so much expansion. Okay, you guys. Um, so I hope that this helps. I hope that it resonates. I hope that you find lots of support for yourself this week in physical, energetic, spiritual ways. I hope that you can keep your boundaries nice and firm and that you can take time for sacred silence to communicate with your own heart and soul so that when you get out there into the world, you can show yourself in a more authentic way and be more present with others. Um full moon blessings. Thank you so much for joining me here. If you would like to hear a little bit more about what 2020 means for, well, what the emperor year is, I put up a 10 minute video on IGTV talking all about 2020 being an emperor year. I'm going to discuss that more in depth in my new year's Eve ceremony. If you're here in Nashville, check that out. 
And um, 2020 Vision is a new offering that I'm putting up um, for this month in December. This is a 13-card tarot spread, and I pull a theme for your year, and then I pull a card for each month, and I give guidance and ritual personalized to you for each month. So it's something that you'll go back to month after month all through the year. And there'll be practical tools and tips and ritual for each month or uh, chakra work to do. Um, just there'll be medicine for you. It's it's all medicine and guidance. And the reason I'm calling it 2020 vision is because, again, we are being ruled by the emperor in 2020. And so it's really asking us for a little more planning, a little more discipline and a little more structure to achieve our goals and to move through this energy feeling really strong really grounded because that's what he is, right? Really organized and really secure. He he offers us so much stability if we work with the energy. So if you're interested in that, I'm offering it in two different formats. One is through a video that I will send to you via Dropbox. And the other is through a PDF. So depending on what you feel you learn from better and access better, you can choose from one of those two. And I will be back with you for the new moon as we move into Capricorn season. And then we're coming up on eclipse season, you guys. Can you believe it? So I will have another special podcast episode for you to talk all about that in a few weeks. Take care and I will talk to you soon. I'm not going to